Put down that turkey leg. It's time for the Pool Nation podcast, where it's all pool talk. And we ain't talking about netting and jetting or splashing and dashing. We're talking about becoming a nation of pool pros. We talk about the latest products, trends, and training in the pool industry. Now let's welcome your host. With over a decade of industry insider experience and still the reigning champion of Marco Polo, Edgar De Jesus, and his co-host, JJ Flawless, and Zach the Pool Boy Nicholas. Welcome, everyone, to the Pool Nation Live podcast. I am your host, Edgar De Jesus, and yes, I am the reigning champion of Marco Polo, along with John J.J. Flawless, the fastest netter in the West, and the famous Zach, the pool boy, Nicholas. Today, we're talking to Haley Harris, Scott Webb, and Jared Fish with Aqua Magazine. I want to welcome everyone to our live podcast, a podcast where it's all pool talk, and we ain't talking about netting and jetting and splashing and dashing. We're talking about becoming a nation of pool pros. And yes, we will talk about the latest products, trends, and training in the pool industry. But before we get started today, I want to thank our sponsors for this podcast, the Ultimate Pool Tools, the SPPA, Blu-ray XL, Aquastar Pool Products, Natural Chemistry, Raypack, and Heritage Pool Supply. We want to thank them for their continued support. Zach, good morning. How you doing? I'm doing good. But as I was mentioning earlier to y'all, it's like my community is going downhill quick with the sickness that's going around. And my kids have gotten it, except my daughter. She's still standing. I'm still standing. But I'm getting nervous because I almost would rather get sick right now and get it out of the way because we're going to Vegas next week. And my biggest fear is Wednesday or Thursday night. I'm just going to go down. So hopefully that doesn't happen. I've been taking my airborne and elderberry and whatever else I can. Are you ready to roll? I'm ready to roll. I might need to roll out of here before the apocalypse hits and everyone (laughs) turns into zombies. Haley, good morning. How are you? Good morning. I actually can relate. I've been sick for the last two weeks, but I'm trying to ignore it because I have a half marathon in a week that I got to run and I'm bow hunting this weekend. I just got to ignore the sickness and keep rolling. Wait, let me backtrack a little bit. What's a half a marathon? It's 13.1 miles, I think. Jeez. Yeah. Not the half a marathon, Zach. I can't do the full thing. I was going to full send it, my first one, but then I was like, no, I don't want to die. The question is, do you start at half or do you start at the beginning and stop at half or do you start at half and do the finish line? Oh, so everyone who's running like the half and full start the same place, but then the full marathon people... I think they either were running around one of the lakes in Madison. So I think they either run around it twice or they just have a slightly different route and just go farther. Gotcha. And then after that, you're going bow hunting? I'm going bow hunting this weekend. After the half marathon, I'm getting on a flight to Vegas. Wow. Talk about full schedule. Good Lord. What it is to be young, Zach. We're like, man, you're talking about marathon. I'm already tired. (laughs) Gotta keep busy. Awesome. Scott, good morning. How you doing? Good. Good morning. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood here in Madison. Battleship gray skies and wheat coffee made by Erica instead of Marge. Marge is on vacation. But we quickly overcame that. And actually, I'm just thrilled to be here on this with the Pool Nation. Let me ask you something. So I'm assuming you've gotten spoiled that somebody makes the coffee every morning for you, right? For the office. And, and, and then that person is gone and it creates chaos within the office. Yeah. Marge and I get here early. She always gets here a little earlier than I do. And she makes very powerful coffee. 
she knows no restraint when adding coffee ground, but she's gone. And you're right. The coffee isn't made. Someone stepped up who's really not good at it. And the rest of us are just smiling and living with it. You could make it, Scott. I know. Erica made it first. I should have jumped in there. Oh, my God. That's awesome. You see my pain, Zach, with the coffee? It's not just me. Oh, yeah. I mean, we have our coffee maker, Max, and I call it Max's motor oil because it's questionable whether you're going to survive the morning if you drink it. So I totally understand. Oh, that's awesome. Hey, big shout out out here to Renee Porter. Good morning. She's saying the coffee struggle is real. Yes, absolutely. So here's what you need, Scott. Here's what I found that fixed my problem is I have a coffee machine that I just push a button and it makes always the same cup of coffee and then I'm not dependent on anybody anymore. That's how I solved my problem. Proactive. Yep, absolutely. Hey, Jared, good morning. How you doing? Doing great. It's been an interesting morning to start with. I have a newborn, so I was up early and we're just rolling with it this morning and really happy to be here with the Podcast Nation. Yeah, so let me ask you, how old is your baby? She's about eight weeks. Oh, wow, so she's brand new. Is it the first one? Yes, it is. Oh, congratulations. That's freaking awesome. Love it. So a lot of sleepless nights ahead of you for a little while. I have a new relationship with sleep, but it's one that we embrace and we do the best with. So we're happy. You learn something new every day. Absolutely. I will tell you this, enjoy it because they grow up so fast. And the other day it hit me. My wife travels a lot. So she left me for Halloween handing out candy. And there's just these little girls that are probably like two years old, dressed up, coming to the door. I open and they're really cute, grabbing the little candy. And then I turn around and look and there's my 17 year old. And I'm like, man, it feels like yesterday you were that size. And now you're this size going, hey, dad, I'm going to work. I'm going to school. So definitely enjoy it because it goes way too quick. Now, I do have to say this, Jared, I had to get clarification this morning. Last time we were all on a call, we were joking around. And so Scott calls you. And so your last name is Fisher. He calls you Fish. I obviously was having the conversation calling you Fisher. And then this morning, I'm like, let me clarify that. And I felt like an idiot that we had that whole conversation and I was calling you Fisher. But I'm going to blame Scott for that one. He, he shouldn't have started that. You just got it wrong again. His last name's just Fish. Not Fisher. (laughs) (laughs) He was calling him Fish. So I assumed that his last name was Fisher and he was shortening it to Fish. So in our conversations, I'm like, I got it. And then I was like completely wrong. So I apologize. You running a boot camp over there, Scott? Only addressing everyone by last name? (laughs) The worst thing is I never corrected him. He called him Fisher the whole time. And I'm not proud of that. That's terrible. I can just imagine the fun they had with me after that, Zach. I'm used to it. When I do like a pizza delivery, what's your name? I say Jared and they say, oh, Jerry Fish. So listen, my name has gotten mixed up so often that it's totally fine. But here's the thing, Jared. Now it's memorable. Now I'll never forget it. That's right. That's right. You know, there you go. All right, guys, let's jump into. Hey, before we jump on, Michael Krause is on. Good morning. Big shout out to you, Jeanette, Kevin, Renee, Maria, Jason, which is all the way out from Wisconsin. You guys are in Wisconsin, right? 
Yeah, we are. Yeah. So yep. Jason is out there. He's saying congratulations. Say goodbye to sleep is what he's saying, Jared. <laughs> Shannon is on there. Hey, good morning, Shannon. Really excited to be able to get together out in Vegas. Looking forward to that. She's headed out to Vegas, was nominated for Pool Girl of the Year at the Pool Nation Awards. All right. So let's get through a couple of housekeeping notes here so we can get started. So for everybody listening, we are doing our boot camp out in Las Vegas on November 12th and 13th. Sunday the 12th, we're going to be doing our classes with the Pump and Ozone installation and programming with Aquastar. We're going to be doing automation installation and programming with Hayward, heater installation and troubleshooting with Raypack, and salt system installation and troubleshooting with Hayward. And then on Monday, we're going to be doing water chemistry with Terry Arco, managing salt systems with David Jones, ozone systems with Steve Barnes. Next Level Water Chemistry with Alicia Stevens, and we have a new class on the docket, which is Innovations in Algae Treatment, What You Didn't Know You Needed to Know. So we're excited about that. The awards are going to be the night of the 14th, followed by the Pool Nation After Party. And so really thrilled about that. We are sold out out of all those events. The Pool Guy and Pool Girl, Zach, I'm going to try to say this, but I don't think I'm going to be able to get it. So the Pool Guy and Pool Girl of the Year each receive one of the following. So they're going to get an Aquastar pump, an Aquastar filter, an Aquastar ozone system. They threw in on the last Instagram live cleaners for both of them. We have a Raypack heater, a VIA. We have a Hayward Aquarite S3 automation system. We have a $500 gift card for product, natural chemistry products. And we have a poll from Ultimate Pool Tools that they created special for all the Pool Pro winners. I'm going to have to quit the podcast with you guys so I can participate in this in the future. But I doubt I'd ever get nominated. You haven't been nominated so far, so the odds are against you, just to let you know. So those are the prizes for the Pool Guy and the Pool Girl. They'll each receive that. Excited about that. Thanks for all the sponsors that have uh, given up those prizes for each one of them. And then the last thing I want to do before we start the podcast, I do want to thank all the sponsors for the awards. Um, I do want to thank Hasa for the after party. It's going to be an epic evening. Heritage Full Supply, Ultimate Pool Tools, the SPPA, Aquastar Hayward, Blu-ray Excel, Raypack, Biolab, Natural Chemistry, our friends over at Lamont, APSP, and Mikey's Quick Coupler. So, Big thanks to everybody. It is, what, a week away, Zach? A week from today, we will be on our way to Vegas. To Vegas. And so are you ready for the MC thing? You got this down. We're good. We're ready to roll? Yeah. <laughs> as ready as you're going to be? You keep putting all this pressure on me. I might end up sick next Thursday. I don't know. Yeah. Just remember that you have a five-minute comedy intro bit at the beginning of the award. So just to let you know, don't let us down, Zach. I'll do my best. There you go. Look, I do have Shannon over here already giving Haley Grace a shout out over here saying, good morning. How are you? I love working with Shannon. I've worked with her twice now. And we just ran a Halloween story that is like scary service stories. And she helped me out. So hi, Shannon. How are you? That is awesome. So big shout out out there, Shannon. All right. So let's get this party started. I'm going to start with Haley. And so Haley, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and your role at Aqua Magazine? Yeah. So I actually just graduated from UW-Madison in May. So this is my first full-time big girl job. And I'm an assistant editor right now, which basically means I help a lot with social media 
and writing articles for the magazine and just working with different people, contacts within the magazine. And then I also help on the content side of marketing and sales. So just like a holistic approach. Gotcha. And how are you liking it so far? Forget that Scott's on here and Jared's on here. Just tell us, how do you like it? Are they treating you good? I always joke (laughs) that your first job isn't supposed to be your last, but I'm not really finding anything I don't like about it. So I might stay here forever. I don't know. We'll have to see. That is awesome. Big Ray's coming your way. (laughs) She was paid to say that. Uh (laughs) I actually hate it. Like my coworkers. Scott and Jared are just the worst. They're terrible to work with, the truth right? Comes out. Terrible. <laughs> Scott, what about you? What do you do with Aqua Magazine? As editor, I do actually very little work. Mostly I talk with other people about work that I would like them to do. And then every once in a while I do write something, but I'm technically responsible for the products that we put out, whether it's in print or online or webinars or anything like that. And I lead all of the staff hikes. We, we like to go hiking. We're going to go to the Grand Canyon after Vegas. So I organize those. Most of the after work sessions at the old fashioned, I try to get those going. And I've been here for over 20 years because as it sounds, it's a pretty good job. I was going to say, did you remember what year you started at Aqua Magazine? 2001, April 23rd. April 23rd, 2001. And so how has the industry changed in those 20 years? I think you got great insight, right? Because you're on that side. What has that been like, a little bit of that change? Really dramatically. And to try to use a broad brush, I would just say that most, honestly, most people in the industry right around the turn of the century, which is what that was, they were really just focused on doing the job as they had done it. A lot of them had started, if you were a builder, a lot of them started in the 70s and 80s. And I think pool building is so complex and a lot of the work we do is just so complex that at that time, there were people who were just trying to replicate what they were doing or or trying to do that again. And I think the biggest change in those 20 some years is just how the professionalization of the job as a general rule. There's always exceptions to that, but in general, people realize how really complex this work is. It doesn't matter what you're doing in it and how difficult it is to keep pool water clean and fresh and beautiful and to keep the structures in the backyard working right. And you just see every year people getting both better at that and I would say just getting better educated. Yeah, that's awesome. It's awesome to hear, but interesting. You know what we're going to have to do, Zach? We're going to have to do a completely separate podcast just with him going back into over those 20 years because there's really been a lot of change, at least in the years that I've been in the industry. So we're going to have to pick his brain a little bit. So Jared, good morning. We got you over there in the corner watching. So why don't you tell us a little bit about how you ended up working with Aqua Magazine and what do you do there? Yeah, so I've been with Aqua for it's going to be 10 years now in July. So it's been quite a trip so far. I graduated from Madison with a degree in history. So my options after graduation were a little bit more narrow. I thought I was going to maybe go into law school or just to 
study and get a PhD or something like this, but I got into nonprofit work. I was a mentor for a while for at-risk youth and then worked my way into more insurance-minded things. And then I had a friend that was actually working here. We were part of AB Media, so we have three different media brands here in the office. And she had worked on a different title and said, hey, we got an opening for sales. You should apply. One thing led to another, and I've been here ever since. So I'm really responsible for the media plans, building relationships with the suppliers to properly connect with our audience and try to get them uh, profitable marketing campaigns through Aqua. Yeah, it's a great company to work for. We're a family-run business, and we have great leadership and uh, great colleagues. So can't imagine going anywhere else. Boy, Zach, it looks like they got some tenure there, huh? Everybody's been there for a long time. I was going to ask the question, is this the last job you'll ever have? And be careful how you answer. Because <laughs> I saw that Haley's getting a big raise for the uh... That's the plan, right? That's the plan. It's, I love Madison. Downtown Madison is near and dear to my heart. And I live about 20 minutes away. Got family around the area. So yeah, let's make that happen for the next foreseeable future. Yeah. I can foresee this. So if morale stays in place for the next week or week and a half, Scott, it's the work thing. However, if in the next week, morale starts to go down, it's all about the coffee. So you'll just need to have a backup plan for that coffee situation. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> awesome. So can you guys tell us a bit about Aqua Magazine and what your target audience is, what you're trying to accomplish? Sure. I can take that. So we reach basically the three main segments in our industry, right? Retailers, builders, and service technicians. They're pretty well balanced in terms of our demographics. We reach roughly a third of each in terms of what makes our overall picture of our full circulation. So with the magazine, we go to about 15,000 people. We've been publishing now for 42 years total. We were spa and sauna magazine, I want to say, way back when, before it transitioned to Aqua magazine. Really, we connect with the managers and owners of these businesses that we try to provide. Scott can go into this better than me, but we try to provide content that helps them run better businesses. Anything that a manager or owner would like to know to stay ahead of competitors or on top of employment trends and in labor practices, all the way to saving money when it comes to marketing campaigns and Google search and different things like this. And yeah, Scott, you can go into all the topics we cover, but that's really who we reach is retailers, builders, and service techs. Now, you mentioned that you're part of a company that has three different branches. Is it three different magazines? Which ones are those? So we have the Athletic Business Magazine. That's one of our titles that reaches kind of the commercial facilities market, colleges, YMCAs, rec departments that have athletic facilities. And so we cover those projects, a lot of aquatics as well. So we'll cover swimming pools that are at universities all the way to their strength and conditioning facilities. Then we have wood floor business, which is custom hardwood floors. So not your vinyl floors that you'll get from big box stores. These are more of the craftsmen that put in very robust and diversified woods on you know remodels or new construction. So we connect with the contractors that install those. And then Aqua, obviously, is our other title. Very cool. Very cool. Scott, anything else with Aqua Magazine? Just that we try to reach people where they're at, whether it's some people like magazines, some people like to read on their phone, some people like webinars. 
And some people like to come to trade shows and just sit down and chat face to face. So our strategy is to try to learn as much as we can by talking to people and then facilitate the solutions that come from people to help other people in their work, whatever media that you want to choose. Now, you're did. Go ahead, Haley. Sorry. I was just going to add, I think it's also important to mention that we're a monthly magazine and each month we hit on different topics. So like right now it's trade show season. So we have a lot of content about trade shows and stuff like that. So it always varies, but each year per month, it is similar, if that makes sense. Yeah. So obviously you still do the print aspect of it. And then obviously I'm assuming probably in the last couple of years really have gone to the online media and doing that. One of the things I really like about you guys is a couple of different things. One, you do a magazine every month that I think that's big. The other thing that I really love about you guys is when we look at the industry, try to look at the companies at how they're different, how they're a little bit different. And what you guys do, and we're going to talk about that today is you guys don't just put out content to put out content. But like you said, it's, it's about helping run businesses and doing that, which really speaks to, to the audience in the pool industry. But then you guys also put events together that are really geared towards helping those people elevate their businesses and do all that. So you're really not just a magazine because you guys do a lot more than that. And a lot of it really is involved in helping the industry, which we absolutely love. So I want to talk about that in just a little bit because we do have a big, huge event that you guys are putting together this year. And I want to talk about that. Before we do that, I wanted to maybe talk a little bit about maybe some of the trends that you guys are seeing in the industry. Labor, I've been answering that question the same way for 12, 14 years. And I always say labor. And I think it's been so long, the number one topic that it almost fades into the background because people are so used to the problems that they deal with in just keeping a well-trained, motivated group of people to work that they've sort of gotten used to it. But in the end, I think it remains the top consideration for people that I talk to, even though they're used to it. And it changes. It even changes, especially through COVID. It's changed just in the mentality of people who are working and their needs. COVID took a mental toll on so many people. And that has showed up in pool and spa companies and continues to. Finding people in a 3.5% unemployment labor market, keeping them at your company, training them, because again, so much of our work is, is difficult. It takes a fair amount of time to get someone to the point where they're really contributing. So that's just a big job and I, it remains a job and we when I talk to people, I almost always talk about labor. I want to ask on that. We're talking about trends here. And are you seeing a trend with the people? I'm sure you're having lots of different conversations. You talk to people that have come up with their own solutions that may be effective. And you're sharing those stories with other business owners. Because we talk about the industry is making a move to be more professional. Are you seeing a trend where people are really starting to make changes to accommodate the way that we have to attract and retain labor and team members today? Maybe new methods, benefits, new processes. Are you seeing more of a shift that way with business owners that you're encountering? 
Oh, yeah, absolutely. And that's been going on in different ways, especially during the last few years. But everything from accommodating something outside the work that's important to the employee, we're now in an, in an era where people do that in ways that they would never have dreamed of. I certainly talked to people who have changed their business in order to make it more livable, more enjoyable for their employees and actually changed what they're actually doing. Certainly closing maybe a weekend day where they never had done that in their history or shortening hours. I talked to people who are cutting off problem customers because they add so much stress to their workforce that they've weighed that out and said, okay, the financial contribution of that customer is now less important than the health and well-being of these employees. And I could go on and on. You, you really do hear a million stories about that. Everything about even changing the relationship to more of a support person who used to be more of a supervisor. It's a new workforce. It's a new, I really do think the changes have been so dramatic in the last few years. And maybe they've been most dramatic in terms of just how to handle your labor force. Every May, we do a, an annual survey with our readers called the State of the Industry Survey, which we'll get a lot of. We basically send out survey links and emails to about 23 to 24,000 different contacts we have in our database, right? And so the editors, Scott and Healy and Abigail, will craft some questions to these folks and ask them about labor or certain hot button topics. And we'll aggregate all this information and put it in this May issue. And so it's pretty powerful to get some of this feedback of what business owners are doing in our niche industry, because you can fight the race on just compensation. But what other elements can you feel connected to the business? How can you feel like you're advancing professionally in such a way that it's not just a horizontal approach, but it's actually you're climbing in terms of your knowledge and expertise? And we did an article, I think, recently with the businesses escaping me, but they renovated a, a part of their business to have some sort of company culture. There was like pool tables and big screen TVs and some workout equipment, I think, just so that the their staff can feel like let's bond a little bit as a team so that we feel not isolated. There's so many ways that we could be isolated as individuals with what we do on social media or whatever, but what brings us together are really the relationships and how can you maximize that as a business so that you have this camaraderie and not to bring it back to us, but with our business, I think we put a lot of importance on that. We definitely spend time with each other outside of work. We know each other really well. We enjoy each other's company. And I think that matters too to the employee and the staff is just feeling like their work is it means something, they're connected to their colleagues, and they have a vision of what the future is going to be. We capture that in the survey. We try to bring out those messages and those stories and put them together. Yeah. And to jump off of that, I handle the service side of that industry. And I've just heard a lot of things about how young people are much more worried about work-life balance and don't really want to work the long, hard hours. But then if you're hiring older people, they already have a background normally with a different company of how to do things. So reteaching them and trying to get them to specifically service a pool in the way you want is very hard as well. And they sometimes don't. So it's like a balance of, okay, what's better? A new person who has no knowledge and you can 
groom them, but then they don't want to work as much or someone who will work those hours, but is going to do it. So it's been a struggle for them for sure. Yeah, that's pretty amazing. Now, would you say, so Scott, if you look at it, to me, I, I see that generational change. And before COVID, you're getting a lot more of the younger generation coming into the workforce. And I'll pick on Haley a little bit. She's a little bit younger. She's coming in, then COVID hits. And people are saying, oh, it was really COVID. And, and COVID might have highlighted it, right? But did you see from before, did you start to see some of those trends with that younger generation coming in? Because I think every time a new generation comes in, the way that they live, the way that they do things, all that changes, right? And all us old people were like, oh, wait, we don't want to do it that way. We don't want to do it. But eventually that younger generation is the working force. And then eventually it changes. Did you see that kind of come in before COVID? Yeah. And I think you put it just right. It accelerated changes that were already afoot. And it just brought those things to the fore. And COVID affected everyone. And so it affected both managers and employees. I think one of the more lesser reported stories is how much it affected leaders and managers. We talk about the effect on the employees, but leaders and managers that I talk to, especially some of these older generation leaders and managers who were you know, raised and lived most of their lives with a work ethic that, hey, there's nothing that more hours of work and harder work won't solve. I've seen a lot of reassessing coming from those people that I never heard before. I think that's happening at the same time. Yeah, that's awesome. One of the trends that really stands out to me when you talk about how things work. So if you look pre-COVID, and we've got into this habit where Black Friday, everybody all of a sudden started opening. And because one person did it, everybody else had to do it because if you didn't do it, all those people were going out into the masses and buying. So then even the companies that didn't want to open, they had to because it's a competition thing. And then we see COVID that comes through and COVID shuts that whole thing down. And I think that's where it stands out the most that these companies now, even the managers, stop and look and they go, is it worth the well-being of our employees to have them all come out and work on Black Friday? Because everybody that you talk to, everybody employee, they hated it, right? They hate having to leave on Thanksgiving to do all that. And now you look at them and all of them are closed. And I don't remember who it was recently again announced that they're not, I don't know if it was Walmart or whoever, but they're like, we're just not opening on Black Friday anymore. And that's shifted. And it almost reminds me of the same thing with the labor and the change that COVID came and it forced all these business owners to have to stop and look and go, if we don't change, a lot of other companies are going to change and then the employees are, are going are gonna to go in that direction. And I think for us, because we're a small industry, right? We're not these huge, massive companies that have all these resources, but it's put a lot of strain on the small companies, right? You look at Zach, he might have, what, 10 guys? And now he has to relook at the whole thing, right? And so it's forced our industry to look at that. But I think it's a good thing because it's made everybody not just look at that part of the business, but go, hey, if I'm changing this part of the business, I might as well look at my business overall and what else can I change? And I think for the management part, that's one of the most difficult things. What are some of the trends that you guys are seeing on that management side? Definitely just changing the way you look at the business. For many of, of these longtime managers, you'd look at the business like, we are going to try to make as much money 
in the most efficient way we can. And now as you think about labor, the well-being and happiness of your labor, that brings in other things like, are we going to indulge certain things that we wouldn't have in the past? Are we going to continue to offer some services? I mentioned certain customers, but also certain services that maybe uh, were always a sore part of the team, whether it was maybe something a little bit off your mainstream of your service. Maybe you were delivering water, but it was always a hassle, but you did it because there was a little bit of money in it. Now you're looking at the whole business going, I think that causes more trouble in my company. So we're not going to do that. Or just decisions like that are now being driven by health and well-being of workers instead of profits or other things. I've heard even in our industry and outside the industry, more on the construction side is I think some managers are dealing with certain employees or people on their team that earlier, maybe they would have let them go or they might have said, hey, you're not really the best fit here due to different factors, but now they're giving more leeway based on some stuff because there's just not this pool or depth of a bench, right? One person might say all up and quit or something like this, right? Or they just take a different direction and it puts the team in a bind because they got a pool to build or they got a, in other industries, it could just be anything, but all of a sudden that person will come back because they didn't have a good experience where they left for and they come back and now they're open arm because they actually need that person to add to their project management and more open to fitting them back in because there's just not enough quality people that they know that can handle the job. And so I think that's changed a little bit for managers too, maybe. I think another thing since COVID, now competition is coming from places that it never was before. Like fast food restaurants are paying employees like 18 to $20 an hour. And that was never the case. There is just less people willing to work a harder job for around the same money or so it's just completely different competition. It's really broadened over the past few years. Yeah, that's a great point. And I think what we're talking about here is we're talking about investments into changing your culture, improving your culture. And one of our main passions that it's always been one of our underlying like main focus is the financial side of the business and just getting the word out there that you really need to think as a business and not just as a job and start understanding these things. And it's going to be more important than ever now because people are going to have to start making these investments into pool tables or a nicer workspace or more benefits or whatever, or make decisions like closing down on a Black Friday and how much revenue that's going to take a hit. But on the flip side, we've got to balance everyone's workload so that we're not overworking them. So I think it's just more important now than ever to have people start thinking about, okay, how can I understand finance better? How can I look at my expenses? How can I negotiate costs, things like that to be able to afford these things? Yeah, I think those are all great points. And it's going to be a perfect segue into what we want to talk about because you guys deal with a lot of the content to be able to help people with managing their businesses and stuff like that. And you guys are doing something that's very different into the industry that I don't think has been done. At least I haven't seen it. And I'm super excited about it. Uh Uh-oh, I said super excited. Michael, take a drink, take a shot. 
So what we're going to do is I want to take a quick word from our sponsors. When we come back, I want to talk about what it is that you guys are doing specifically with focusing on helping businesses manage their business, learn from management, and be able to grow in our industry and give them those tools. So let's do this. Let's take a quick word from our sponsors. When we come back, we will talk about what that is. The HyperPole from Ultimate Pool Tools is a pool care pole designed by pool professionals for pool professionals, featuring precision-crafted carbon fiber and stainless steel construction. Go to ultimatepooltools.com or Instagram at ultimatepooltools. Pool pros have specific needs when it comes to general liability insurance. The SPPA program has you covered. With three tailored and customizable general liability options, SPPA makes it easy for pool pros to feel secure. Find out more and get covered at the SPPA.com. Now available, Pool Invoice. Pool Invoice is a pool billing software created specifically for the pool service and repair industry. It's developed for our industry and only our industry. Pool Invoice is built with reoccurring billing in mind. You can print, email, text invoices, or even send via WhatsApp. You can add reoccurring or yearly charges, accept credits, and set up auto pay. You can even see when customers have seen the invoice. It even has a customer portal where they can log in and see, print, and pay invoices. It has all your customers' information on one page, so you don't need to search through hundreds of invoices looking for the one you need. Just go to the customer profile and it's all at your fingertips. Created specifically for the pool industry, Pool Invoice. Now available at PoolInvoice.com. Blu-ray XL is the power of minerals working for you. Reduce your overall chemical costs and labor up to 50% guaranteed. Whether you have 20 accounts or 20,000, Blu-ray XL's direct pricing and free shipping to the pool trade have you covered. Improving pool professionals' profit and work-life balance is what they do. Blu-ray XL, the real mineral purifier. Visit them at blu-rayxl.com. Blu-ray, all day. Aquastar's new pipeline cartridge filters, available in two sizes, deliver top-notch hydraulic efficiency along with best-in-class filtration performance, approaching that of DE filters. Uniquely designed, open pleat spacing means 100% of the media square footage is usable. And these claims are backed by NSF test results. Designed with the pros' time and comfort in mind, the patented double-locking system improves safety and ease of access, making filter cleaners faster than ever before. Available now. Ask your supplier for pipeline filters today. Natural Chemistry, a leader in specialty water care solutions for over 30 years, is proud to provide products that make pool service easier than ever before. Its unique enzyme formulations in Pro Series Pro Blend improve efficiency of your pool program while reducing frequency of filter cleaning and scum lines. Natural Chemistry is also well known for its wide variety of phosphate removal solutions that include a non-clouding formula in phosphory and extremely high range removal with Pro Series Foss Remove or Foss Free Max. Save time, save money, save work with Pro Series products. 
Stop sacrificing durability or efficiency with the help of Raypack's new Avia HD models that utilize NITEC, their exclusive industry-first technology. NITEC Heat Exchanger Technology is Raypack's latest solution to superior strength and maximum efficiency when it comes to residential pool heating. With 900% more nickel compared to Cooper Nickel in critical surfaces, NITEC creates an ideal surface to protect against scale formation and erosion without compromising on Avia's 84% thermal efficiency. Learn more at raypack.com slash nitech. Welcome back, everybody, to the Pool Nation live podcast. We're talking to Haley, Scott, and Jared with Aqua Magazine. And so we're headed into the perfect segue here because we were talking about some of the trends that we're seeing in management. And I know Zach sent me a message that he wanted to ask a question. So, Zach, before I jump to the next one, I'll, I'll let you ask your question. Yeah, so I want to talk about something that you guys are doing that's different and I think is super cool and exciting and really hits home with me. And you guys are doing a leadership retreat, but it's not like your typical type of show. Can you guys talk about what that is and what's going to go on? You're up, Mr. Fish. By the way, there he is doing it again, Jared. There he is doing it again that got me in trouble. So there's my proof in the pudding right there. I call him fish, man. There's a lot you can do with fish. Yeah. So we had a trade show last year. We had one in Charlotte last year, which was a lot of fun. And we had a lot of great conversations there. But as we reflected, we did exit surveys. We listened to our audience and our attendees that came. They really started to highlight the more quality things that kind of stood out. So they really liked engaging with people that they hadn't seen before. Maybe that other peers that they see at larger trade shows, et cetera. They liked that the quality conversations were a little bit more advanced based on our classes that we had, the smaller size of who attended and our parties and events that we surrounded the trade show with. So as we reflected, we were like, what were the things that were core to that event and where do we see this going? And we feel as kind of a culture, we do well with kind of one-on-one smaller groups. And we try to connect with people at a very personal level. And our supplier said, we didn't see quite the volume that we normally would at other trade shows, but the conversations we had were with great managers and owners. They were very engaged with being solution forward and what we can do for their business. And so we thought, how can we encapsulate that? What, how can we bring that forward so that we have a different approach than what you normally see on the event cycle every year. And so we came up with a retreat or a conference and we thought, what if we really focused on managers and owners of businesses that want to get together and network with folks that maybe they don't see at trade shows or there's just so many people that they don't get to wait through the crowd of, okay, who's having similar problems like me? And how do we, I'm from Kentucky, this person's from Ohio. How can we share ideas about our businesses so that we're better for it after we talk? And so we thought, what if we got everybody in Fort Lauderdale at a nice resort? It's a high quality luxury resort. Get them on the beach, get them in a ballroom, have some panel discussions, have some roundtable conversations, bring in business leaders outside the industry and in the industry. So like we have a Cornell professor talking about business management and about customers. And so we wanted just to have something for managers and owners to learn, relax, connect, engage with peers. And over two days, just say, I could bring my spouse. They can come. They can be by the pool. I can take some classes. We do breakfast and lunch together. At night, we have fun receptions. 
We have a small amount of suppliers that can come. So we're not, we're limiting kind of our gate engagements in terms of how can we really just focus on the elements to make our business stronger, better, and ready for the future. And so this is really all about managers and owners that want to relax, spend some time at a nice resort and connect in several different ways to be better professionals from when they came. Just going to emphasize that point that Jared made about, I think that we all solve a lot of the same problems across the country. And what's different about this is we're trying to create an environment where we sort of raise the issue, but we have a conducive environment for people to talk to other people who are solving those same problems. And it's, that's sort of what's different about this than traditional trade shows, which we attend traditional trade shows and, and love those too. And we learn a lot and, and we get a lot out of them. But what's different here is we think that we can facilitate the kind of interpersonal exchange that can be different and really beneficial to leaders and managers in the industry. You're going to hear me say it. And you know, a lot of people say, oh, my God, Edgar, you always repeat the same thing. And, and you're talking about something specifically with the trade shows, right? And there's a lot of trade shows in the industry. What I love about what you guys are doing is you're looking at it and going, what's the need? And we've talked about it all the time. What's the need? What can we do different? And for some reason in our industry, people tend to do something and then they just do it over and they do it over and they do it over and they do it over. I could continue saying the same thing because they don't change. They don't. Okay. The trade shows, and there's a lot of great trade shows, but if you look at them every year, it's the same thing. There's no innovation. There's no changes. There's none of that. And what happens is they don't look at with the data, like Jared is saying, we're looking at the data. We can see what's going on. We can see what people need. Let's try to do something different. And that's what our industry needs right now. It needs people to go all of our audience is trying to raise the bar and really take the pool industry as that professional business that it is, but there's no specific tools to be able to help them achieve that. And the fact that you guys have looked at that data and have said, hey, we want to do something completely different. We want to give them those tools. That's exactly what the industry needs right now, right? We need to get out of the same normal thing that we've done for the last 50 years and not changed it. So when you guys talked about doing this, I freaking loved it because this is exactly what the industry needs. It's exactly what these younger business people need for learning. And you can go to plenty other trade shows. You could go learn about water chemistry everywhere nowadays. You could look at it online. You could go to the trade shows. You could go to the boot camps. You could go to the, all that. But where's the business side that they're asking for? So I love it that you guys are, A, taking that approach, looking at the data and going, hey, we're going to be different. We're going to do something different that the industry hasn't done before. So I want to talk a little bit specifically about the education that you guys are doing because I love the classes. And if Pool Nation, we're all about the business side of things. And so looking at your classes that you have on here, even when I was talking to Zach about it, he's like, I want to go. <laughs> I do want to go. Well, you're invited. And if I can, well, you're invited. Exactly. I mean, if I can make it happen, I'm going to go. I already messaged the wife and was like, hey, 
So we'll see. She can come too. I, I offered that as well. I think we will see on the new Pool Nation News podcaster gets stabbed to death by wife for being on so long playing with Pool Nation. Hey, by the way, Leslie, that was not me. That's him all on his own. I'm not trying to tell him to do anything more. So can we talk a little bit about the individual classes that you guys are going to be doing there? You guys have one that talks a little bit about the customer journey. Can you talk about what that class is going to be about? Sure. These classes, again, are selected out to target managers and leaders. So it's as much as I love to talk pool chemistry and as much as I love to talk pump replacement, this is really for people at the managerial level. So we selected out topics that we thought would engage them and start the discussion that would lead into the evenings and into the dinners and the lunches and a time on the beach and so forth. And so we started off with marketing approaches at the management level, how to approach that strategically. We have a workshop on business succession and not just in the sense of for people who may be looking for an exit strategy, but how to position your business at all times for succession to whatever that form that may take over the years. We're there talking about maximizing revenue and retail. We've got some strategies for that kind of thing. We're, we've got a, a course that we took from another industry that we loved so much. We brought it to this industry. It's never been seen in any trade show called How to Win the Hearts, Minds, and Wallets of Your Prospects. And it really addresses that kind of marketing and outreach and business sense that can enhance that part of your business. We've got your friend, Michael Krause, talking about the next generation, how it looks when you, when you stepped, I always call it stepping into a city that may have been built by an older generation. And you look at that, you look at it from fresh eyes. And we have a panel of young, successful pool and spa professionals who are looking at things from a fresh perspective. And we think that the older generation can benefit from that. We also have a panel talking about technology and maybe what the future technological drivers in this industry will be and how you may look. The purpose of technology is to be able to do your job faster, better, easier. That's why it was invented back when technology was invented. And those solutions continue to come out and they, we want to talk about ways that can make your business better. That's just some of the courses that we've lined up, but they're all, as you can see, targeted towards making decisions in small pool and spa businesses. Yep. And we even, we have one that I'm really looking forward to with Cornell, with a professor from Cornell about just empowering your employees if they have an idea, right? Let's just say someone started there two years in and they noticed something about the business. How do they have a voice in order to feel empowered to offer us uh, an idea for the business and what that means to that employee that they feel like they have ownership on being able to bring an idea to the floor. And so Neil, this professor from Cornell, is going to dive into that conversation and how you can make your employees feel more empowered based on ideas that can push your business forward, but also that helps from a relationship standpoint for them to feel confident in their company that they work for 
And that's only going to foster more good ideas for the business itself. And then one thing I want to mention too, Sabina Hickman's going to be here with PHCA. And I think that's going to be nice for managers and leaders too. We're going to have her on a panel just talking about the industry at large, some of these more macro conversations that she's seeing from her conversations because they're partnering with several people across the industry and getting her sense because she's a leader in the industry. So I think we're really well balanced in terms of kind of those larger conversations, but then also bring in the more intimate ones that are being handled more individual basis in a business. You guys have some other people from the industry that are coming to teach some of these classes, right? We have masterminds, I believe. That's what you're hinting at. We've got Ted Lawrence will be talking about how to design, just how to maybe look at your showroom in ways that can make it work better, both in terms of profit, but also just in terms of flow and attractiveness and exactly doing some great marketing stuff. Is he the Get Smart Group? No, that's Scott. Scott Reynolds with the Get Smart Group. He's a works with an agency there with the Get Smart Group. They're pretty sophisticated. So getting his expertise on a lot of marketing efforts. And Brett Lloyd Abbott is also in that same kind of family, if you will, with Tool Builder Marketing. He's been a frequent contributor to the magazine, Scott. But Ted Lawrence is really exciting because he's got decades. He's a powerhouse. He is. He's such a retail expert. He's such a, a great person. And so his you know, having him involved, he's been with Aqua, the Aqua family for a while. And so very excited to have him too. Yeah, no, absolutely. Just we've had Ted on. We've talked about the retail side and the business side. And you go through people in the industry that you're like, wow, these people are like at a different level. And that's Ted. He's just up there. And the get the whole group over at the Get Smart Group. Shoot, two years ago I didn't know who the Get Smart Group was and to hear their story and their leadership and everything that they've done is pretty amazing. So excited that you guys, you have a little bit of a mix, right? You're bringing some of the big players from the industry that are very knowledgeable, but then you're also bringing people from the outside to give it a little bit of a fresh look. I did have a question. One thing that you had mentioned earlier was a a round table, a hot topic round table. What are going to be some of the topics and how is that going to play out? The main big two are labor and technology. And that is meant to get people who are defeating these challenges or have thought about them a lot to get the conversation going. But we want to make sure that this just launches the thinking. We know that there's going to be hundreds of decision makers and leaders across the industry who have solved so many problems. And really, we think that the best education is going to take place on an interpersonal level. Yeah. So I think more specifically, too, is we're going to have several different types of conversation starters right at these round tables that we're going to be in this big ballroom at the Marriott where everything's going to basically take place, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And so one part of that day is going to be these round tables. And obviously, we're going to talk labor. So we're going to start it by saying, have you ever had an employee that did this? And then what did you do? And then that's going to be kind of the genesis of the conversation, which will go into many different types of areas. And so we're just going to have certain prompts to start the conversations at these round tables. And we're just going to let the organic thoughts just start sprouting out. And all of these types of things from the classes to the panel discussions and round tables are going to totally feed into our nighttime receptions, 
And I think people are really going to like to relax and have a cocktail and go, hey, remember when we were talking in, at noon about this? You know, I'd love to pick your brain a little further. You said something that was really interesting. And I think what's awesome about that is I love the big trade shows I do. I look forward to going to them every year because it's just like a huge reunion. You get to see everything that's new and exciting in the industry. But sometimes you're so busy going with your staff that's here. You might have eight employees that are with you and you've got your night dinners going on and you're going to the welcome party, which sounds awesome this year. But this is really meant to go, okay, I'm here by myself or with my spouse or with my head manager. I really want to drill into something that I heard early today. And let's really open this up and expand on it. And I think that's what's really going to be interesting. The roundtables are going to be the fertilizer for those conversations. Yeah. And I think it's important, right? Trade shows in our industry are important. They have their need, their fit, right? What you guys are doing is something completely different. And it's a little bit of the mix. So Zach, if you take a look at it, one of the things that tends to work well is when you're able to put people in those environments where it's not just a classroom style, right? You have to break the ice. At some point, if all five of us got together for the first time, let's be realistic. It's awkward for me to walk up to Jared and be like, hey, I'm Edgar. It's awkward for everybody. I don't care who you are. But once that has been facilitated, and I've already had the introduction with Jared, I always go back to the same thing. We're pool people. We're going to talk a lot. So once that barrier is dropped, everything else tends to flow. And so what you guys are doing, I love it with regards to the breakfast. And then that's a little bit of a relaxed environment where you're not pressured to have to go meet anybody. But if you can, if you want to, you can and and you do that. And then you do have the classroom style and then the roundtables. The roundtables are really going to allow people to do it in a conversational way. And one of the things that we always get out and just yesterday, I had a conversation with somebody that's going up to the boot camp and the awards and all that. And she said, one of the things that I love the most about going to your events, it's not always what I learn in the classrooms, but it's what I learned that other business people are doing. And she said, the last two years I've gone and I've taken away from those conversations and I've been able to implement them in my business. And she goes, and that's why I love going to your stuff because we get to talk to all these other people and share the same problems. And I think the roundtables are going to be epic for you guys with regards to being able to drop that guard and putting the questions out and going, hey, Scott, I own a business, you know, doing magazines, you know, what's your biggest problem right now? Or how are you dealing with the labor shortage? Or here's the problem that I have. I had this difficult employee that I don't know what and Scott might come back and be like, do this, this and this. And the person like, oh, my God, why didn't I think of that? Boom, solve my problem. I love everything that you guys have done with regards to the flow the putting it in a retreat. So if you listen to me, always talking is we need to put people in the environment that they need to grow in. And so you putting people in a resort tells that audience that it's a next level part of the industry. It's almost like you use the same speech, dress for the job that you want. And it's the same thing. If you want to educate people, you have to put them in that spot where they're going to feel that they're going to that next level. And you guys doing that with the retreat itself just sets the stage for what it is that you guys want to do. And I just absolutely love what you guys are doing. Yeah. We want people to look forward to it, not just the education, but we want them to be happy. Like, oh, I'd love to get out of the colder months in the Midwest or whatever, and just take a little trip, maybe bring my spouse, like we said, or whatever, and extend the vacation a little longer and just look forward to recharging the batteries, being inspired, knowing that they're going to be a better professional or business owner after they leave. I think 
that really sets the stage and the mood for a good audience in a good environment. That's awesome. I do want to give a huge shout out to my boy, Howard Pringle. So by the way, guys, Howard always comes on and he never says, hi, Edgar. It's always, hi, John. But John's not here today. So for the first time ever, Zach, for the first time ever after these three years, I got a hi, Edgar, without a hi, John. So I'm slightly concerned because now I'm the last one that hasn't gotten a hi from Howard. What do I well, gotta do? That tells you what category we fall into his yeah, life list. I'm the middle child in the middle, just so. I, I do want to clear the record. Edgar made a comment about how it's difficult for everyone to approach random strangers, but it is definitely not difficult for Edgar. If you have ever been in a room full of strangers with Edgar, he will approach every single one of them. But that's because I forced myself. I don't think that's anybody's favorite thing, right? Like, I'll give you a perfect example, right? For us, if we were in a room and I wanted to approach, let's say, Haley, because I know that she works for the Aqua magazine. I might want to talk to her about whatever. Maybe I want her to, hey, I would love to either write something for it, whatever. That's an awkward situation that you're in because you know that you're going in to have that conversation to ask about something or to collaborate or any of that kind of stuff. And it's very difficult. I just forced myself to do it, Zach. I just put myself in that situation where I, every time I go in, I go, okay, I don't care. I'm just going to go for it. I'm going to say hi to everybody. But that's what you're going to do this year at the awards, though. You're going to walk the entire room and say hi to everybody. I'm going to do my best. <laughs> he's not just going to say hi. He's going to hug everyone, too. <laughs> So there you go. So Zach, I want to record at least 20 hugs so that we can send a little video to Haley and go, look, he's breaking out of his. The last thing that I had on the docket to talk about is I really love also how you guys are incorporating that younger generation into what it is that you're doing. We talk about it all the time that we're going through that generational shift in the industry. So I love that you guys are doing your panel with some of that younger generation. Michael Krause is going to be on there. Michael Krause is a good friend of ours. He's done a great job at marketing, at getting himself out there, at having that drive. And I think that's very important to that younger generation that's coming into the industry to be able to see somebody that's young having the success versus just looking at all the old timers, right? Because the pool industry tends to be, oh, the bigger players are the old dogs in the pen, but we're starting to see that shift. They're taking over soon. I mean, you don't need to be a genius to look at the trade shows that you go to. You see average age in this industry, which is a lot higher than most. That younger generation, not only do we need their ideas now, but we're going to need their leadership in a short time as they are the ones who are going to move into these roles as leaders and decision makers. And I'm actually thrilled. I love the jet, the young people that we have in this industry. I think they're tremendous. So He's I think the future looks great as the older generation retires. I would kind of echo that. I think one thing is that it's just awareness. I think our industry has a lot to be proud of and to be excited about. I think we're a secret industry. We get to deal with bringing a lot of happiness to families. There's a lot of sophistication when you talk about water chemistry. I can't, and Zach and Edgar, you guys know more about water chemistry, Scott, than I do. LG is just a whole new thing to me. We just did a webinar. But anyways, there's a lot of sophistication. You're talking about concrete and water and vinyl or wood fiberglass, whatever you want to do, but it's sophisticated. There's a depth of knowledge that you can be a master of. You then get to work outside. You get to bring happiness. I think the industry is 
primed for young people as they get more exposure to what it is that we do. Uh, I don't know. I think there's sales elements when we sell hot tubs or spas and saunas, cold tubs. This is all a wellness movement. I think that as young people look to what gives them motivation and and kind of a lot of fulfillment and happiness and wellness to families, I think that's a, a great selling point for them. That's awesome. Hey guys, let's do this. Let's take a word from our sponsors. When we come back, Zach, I want to get your final thoughts. And for everybody listening, we're going to talk just a little bit about where you can go to get all the information for the leadership routine. We'll be right back. The Hyper Pole from Ultimate Pool Tools is a pool care pole designed by pool professionals for pool professionals, featuring precision crafted carbon fiber and stainless steel construction. Go to ultimatepooltools.com or Instagram at Ultimate Pool Tools. Pool pros have specific needs when it comes to general liability insurance. The SPPA program has you covered. With three tailored and customizable general liability options, SPPA makes it easy for pool pros to feel secure. Find out more and get covered at the SPPA.com. Now available, Pool Invoice. Pool Invoice is a pool billing software created specifically for the pool service and repair industry. It's developed for our industry and only our industry. Pool Invoice is built with reoccurring billing in mind. You can print, email, text invoices, or even send via WhatsApp. You can add reoccurring or yearly charges, accept credits, and set up auto pay. You can even see when customers have seen the invoice. It even has a customer portal where they can log in and see, print, and pay invoices. It has all your customer's information on one page, so you don't need to search through hundreds of invoices looking for the one you need. Just go to the customer profile and it's all at your fingertips. Created specifically for the pool industry, Pool Invoice. Now available at PoolInvoice.com. Blu-ray XL is the power of minerals working for you. Reduce your overall chemical costs and labor up to 50% guaranteed. Whether you have 20 accounts or 20,000, Blu-ray XL's direct pricing and free shipping to the pool trade have you covered. Improving pool professionals' profit and work-life balance is what they do. Blu-ray XL, the real mineral purifier. Visit them at BluRayXL.com. Blu-ray, all day. Aquastar's new pipeline cartridge filters, available in two sizes, deliver top-notch hydraulic efficiency along with best-in-class filtration performance, approaching that of DE filters. Uniquely designed, open pleat spacing means 100% of the media square footage is usable. And these claims are backed by NSF test results. Designed with the pros' time and comfort in mind, the patented double-locking system improves safety and ease of access, making filter cleaners faster than ever before. Available now. Ask your supplier for pipeline filters today. Natural Chemistry, a leader in specialty water care solutions for over 30 years, is proud to provide products that make pool service easier than ever before. Its unique enzyme formulations in Pro Series Pro Blend improve efficiency of your pool program while reducing frequency of filter cleaning and scum lines. Natural Chemistry is also well known for its wide variety of phosphate removal solutions that include a non-clouding formula in phosphory and extremely high range removal with Pro Series 
Series FOSS Remove or FOSS Free Max. Save time, save money, save work with Pro Series products. Stop sacrificing durability or efficiency with the help of Raypack's new Avia HD models that utilize NITEC, their exclusive industry-first technology. NITEC Heat Exchanger Technology is Raypack's latest solution to superior strength and maximum efficiency when it comes to residential pool heating. With 900% more nickel compared to Cooper Nickel in critical surfaces, NITEC creates an ideal surface to protect against scale formation and erosion without compromising on Avia's 84% thermal efficiency. Learn more at raypack.com slash nitech. Welcome back, everybody, to the Pool Nation Live podcast. We are talking to Haley, Scott, and Jared with Aqua Magazine. Zach, while we were on break, Shannon sent me a message and said, Edgar, chicken or rooster? Did you guys share any information about the chicken and the rooster thing with Shannon that she's throwing out my way? I have no clue what you're talking about. <laughs> you have no clue what you're talking about? Okay. Kind of a little interesting. So, Shannon, I'm going to have to reach out and figure out why you're asking me that question. Everybody listening, so it's a big running joke because my mom used to love, like, chicken figurines and stuff like that. And so, of course, I always used to make fun of her. And then, of course, as I get older, then all of a sudden I start finding myself with things of rooster. So, it's a big running joke at my house because my wife is like, you can absolutely have them. But the ones that she's bought for me are all like dark and they blend in with wherever it is that they are. So it's a big runny joke that I can have them, but they can't be colorful, right? Because they can't pop. So somebody had to give her the heads up about that one. And there's very few people that know about that. So I'm going to reach out to all three of you and find out who gave up my heads up on that one. We're getting over here. Big shout out. We're at Aqua Magazine. Big hello to Zach. And don't want him to feel left out. Thank you, Eric. I appreciate that. And then Shannon is, of course, over here going, hmm, with the little emoji. I'm observant. I'm like, what's behind me that she's observant? So anyway, she must have been watching the Instagram live. So Zach, let me get your final thoughts. Yeah, so I took some notes while we were on break. So I'm going to go through this because what you guys are doing is something that I'm very passionate about. And I think I have a lot of passion for it because when me and my partner started, we were good at doing what we did technically. And we were on that path for many years and we weren't making any headway and, and there's really no traction. And we got to the point where we were like, man, something's got to change. And if it's not in a few years, then we probably need to find something else to do because we're just barely keeping our heads above water. We got a full-time job seven days a week, but we're not really improving our quality of life or our business. And it was when I found a program kind of similar to this that I started opening my eyes to like, we're a business. We're not just a job. We need to start thinking about a bit being a business. And it just really got me thinking. So I'm super passionate about this. And these are the programs that once I went through one, I would constantly seek these out. And what's exciting about this one is you have a program where you're going to be surrounded by peers that are in the same industry. And I think that's going to be super powerful all of the different trainings and programs that I attended, I was surrounded with people. My peers were from different industries. They were different ages. They had different companies. Some of them made multi-million dollars in revenue. And I'm sitting there and I'm the smallest fish in the room. But one thing that I came to recognize in our conversations is that we were experiencing a lot of the same problems. And we're sitting there talking through them and I might say something that sparks an idea with them or they might say something that could help better guide me. So I've always had a spot for those. And one thing I do want to recommend, and this is what I'm going to leave it with, is that 
even if you're not a manager or even if you're not in a leadership position right now, if that's the path that you think you want to take or if you're going to grow your company, you're going to need people to be on your team at some point. You're going to need to know how to manage and lead them. And so I think that this would be something super important, a priority, I would say, to attend this and get this education. And the thing that I always talk about here is don't wait for an opportunity, prepare for an opportunity. So even if you're not there, now's the time to start getting ready for it. So super cool. I'm super excited. If I can make it, I'm definitely going to. Amazing. And I can give the website of where it's supposed to go. It's just aquamag.live. And if you go to it, you can use promo code in all caps without any spaces for $200 off. So it was $695. Now it's $495. If you actually get Aqua Magazine, which we hope that everybody listening does, our last issue, November, we have a on the front page, we have the same information and you can go look at that right now if you have it because it should be circulating this week. It has a picture of me on the cover. Yes, the, exactly. the code, right? <laughs> we wanted to get people's attention. So we needed Edgar. Like that, pointing like that, like we do on the thumbnails. So can you run that by again? So it's Aqua. Yeah. So www.aquamag.live.com. And so Aqua is just A-Q-U-A-M-A-G dot L-I-V-E. That's all. Dot live. Gotcha. Or you can just go to aquamagazine.com and click on the Aqua Live link. Exactly. <laughs> Would be easy too. But I like to I make that. it a little more difficult. Yeah. And then Jared's going to go, just go to our Instagram page and click on, you know. <laughs> we right? do have yeah. that actually. Look, look for the smoke signals we're sending all across the country and it's in the shape of aqua live or whatever so yes yeah. <laughs> just look out your window <laughs> that's absolutely amazing john's not here so john was sick today we normally do some final thoughts so i'm going to throw something uh-oh what do we have here check out Haley's article about social media in the november issue as well great tips on boosting your social media presence oh love it i just and worked then, with michael on a different article so shannon and michael are here all my favorite people i get to interview i just interviewed you edgar for the women's summit I know. That was a great article, by the way. Thank you. You were so, a great interviewee. Thank you. So you killed it for sure. I think she does deserve that raise now that I think about it. And whatever your number is, double it. There you go. I'm on your side, Haley. So. Thank you. So give us some final thoughts, Scott. I, Zach's put it so beautiful. I hate to add words to once something's put perfectly, I, I don't add a lot of words. We're just really excited about the leadership conference. It is different in its approach, both learning and having a good time together. I just, I would just want to emphasize that this is designed and will be fun. We we don't really like to do anything at Aqua if it's not fun. We just don't really believe in that. And this is going to be fun, and it'll be a kind of relaxing atmosphere that will be conducive to learning, but also to just enjoying yourself and getting some sunshine and feeling good on the ocean. And I look forward to seeing you there. I hope you guys can make it. Absolutely. Jared, you want to throw anything in? I just say thanks so much for having us. I think the way you guys come across and the resourcefulness and value of your podcast is really important for the industry. And we're trying to do the same mission here. And so I really appreciate the opportunity and thanks for everybody listening. 
And it's been a pleasure. We definitely appreciate that. Haley. My question. I'm going to close the podcast with Haley today. I'm going to throw her under the bus here. And so let's see how you score. Go. Edgar and Zach, do you guys like to play blackjack? That's what I want to know. Because we're going to Vegas in a week. Why have a like a normal conversation at our booth? Why don't we back together? Forbidden from gambling. Edgar, it's me and you. I know how to play. If there's any game that I know how to play, it's blackjack. But I'm kind of a little bit boring when it comes to that. Because I did have an experience where I went and I lost a whole bunch of money really quick. And then I'm like, lesson learned. I got it. I learned from my mistakes. But... Okay. But I can take you up on it. I break the rule for that. I think we need to. We can set a little budget. So now question, when are you guys going up to the show? Sunday? Yes. In a week from this Sunday, we'll be going up and then we'll be staying through Thursday morning. Through th- Oh, they're there the whole time. We're going to have to hang out for sure. For sure. That's what so, I'm saying. For sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, definitely. Okay. You're just on. kidding. Uh, we'll just keep John away. Thank you so much. Happy to joke, but I'm not <laughs> kidding because I actually do want to play blackjack with you. So absolutely. Guys, I really love what it is that you guys are doing. I love what you guys do with the magazine. I love that you hit all these different niches within our industry. I love that you guys try different things and that you're doing something that's out of the norm. I'm passionate about that. I'm passionate about trying different things for the industry. The management side, I think is something that a lot of people shy away from because they don't know how to do it. And I always tell everybody, just like with finances, just like with management, it's just like water chemistry. When you started, you didn't know, and it was very complex. And then because you repeated it and repeated it, now you're a master at it. Finances is the same thing. Business is the same thing. Hiring people, managing people, you just have to go through the experience to do it. We just need to provide them for the platform and the places to be able to go learn all this experience. And the, and the fact that you guys are isolating that, we just absolutely love it. And it just could really lines up with the vision of what Pool Nation has with helping pool pros be financially successful. So I want to thank you guys for taking the time to come on. I know that we're getting ready and you guys are going to the show and we're going to the show and getting our schedules together was a little bit tight, but we pulled it off and we really appreciate your time and look forward to continue working with you guys. Thanks very much. Likewise. You're welcome. All right, guys, listen to me and John on the Instagram live on Wednesday. There will be no podcasts next Friday because we will be in the air, right? Or are we doing one Friday, Zach? We're going to do one Friday. I don't leave until late. I don't leave until late either. You know what? So join us next week on our Instagram. See how we do things here. Join us on our Instagram live next Wednesday and the podcast next week. Everybody have a great weekend, guys. You guys have a great weekend. Good luck on the bow hunting. We'll catch you guys next week. Bye, guys. Thanks for listening to the Pool Nation podcast, a member of the Pool Nation family. You can listen to us live every Friday here at 9 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Central, and 12 noon Eastern Standard Time. You can find us at Pool Nation or PoolNationPodcast.com, on Facebook, or on Instagram at Pool.Nation. And to find more info about Pool Invoice, the billing software built specifically for the pool industry, go to PoolInvoice.com. Before you go, this is what the pool industry has been waiting for. PoolManUniversity.com. It's the first platform dedicated to learning the swimming pool service and repair industry. A pool service community where you can connect and find videos on business, service, water chemistry, and repairs. See you there at PoolManUniversity.com. 